You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. This is Grand Design Podcast with DJ and Jerry Grand, where we link the chains of reason of sports, politics, and culture. Welcome to the episode seven of the Grand Designs podcast. My name is DJ Grand, and I'm here with my partner, Jerry Grand. Hello again. Before we get started, I need to tell you how to get in touch with us. There's always our email at granddesignspodcast at yahoo.com. You can get in touch with us at our website at granddesignspodcast.com. And there you can also leave us some feedback telling us any advice you can give us, bad or good. We need to hear it all to make us better. You can also, at Instagram, it's Grand Designs Podcast. And on Twitter, it's Grand Designs Pod. Today, we're going to be talking about equality in sports. But before we start, I need to lay down what equality actually means. In a free society, equality can only mean equality before the law. Because you can, no one can be equal at all times. You can't have everyone equal. In fact, I can be a better runner. Someone can be a better fielder. and can go on and on and on. The only true equality is at the local graveyard where everyone is equally dead. So that being said, we're going to talk about equality in sports. And to start off, it's transgenders in sports. Well, mo- most recently we had a wrestler in uh – I think it was Colorado, who, well, it wasn't a transgender of the first one. This was a uh, the state championship where the male uh, forfeited the final championship match because he was wrestling a girl. It was against his religious beliefs and how he was raised. Uh, the girl, she took it personally because she basically, I'm not, I'm offended because he's thinking me of a girl wrestler when I'm a wrestler. So she took it personally that he did not want to, wrestle her like she was a male wrestler. So he forfeited the match, and he's kind of catching some grief that he just didn't want to uh, take her on. And I kind of see where he's coming from because even if he wins, does he win? Well, I get your point. He's going to hear it both ways no matter what. If he if he loses. Oh, he'll hear he'll saying, oh, you, you couldn't beat a girl. If he wins, he'll say you beat a girl. Exactly. That's so, what... however – I don't think she, he, she, you can separate it. She is a girl wrestler. I mean, that's a fact. That's a, a existential fact. She's a female wrestler. And correct. I, I don't think she helped the cause any because like you had brought up the uh, chan, uh, transgender wrestlers or not wrestlers, the sprinters uh, who dominated a girls championship. Um, Andrea Yearwood, 17-year-old biological male who identifies as a female. And Terry Miller, who also uh, transgendered, easily took first and second in their state championship matches. Now, again, was that a equal competition to where both these guys, I know legally on their birth certificate, it says they're girls. They're not girls. Well, the problem is is they actually took two spots for, for legitimate females because they are – they're better. And you can say it's because they were born male. But either way, they were better, and they took two spots of two biological females, and one of them actually spoke up. Her name was um, – or her last name was Soul, 
And uh, she basically said, I full support and I'm happy with these athletes for being true to themselves. They should have the right to express themselves in school. But athletes have always had an extra role to keep the competition fair. And honestly, it's not fair. It's not fair to the biological females. It's about – it's a level. I think it's okay to go from female to male because the male competition – it's going to sound sexist, but I don't mean it that way. The male competition is more fierce. It's more competitive. It's harder. If they can do that, the female go up to the male, great. Go for them. I, I, I think that's great. But going from a, a male body, which is more dominant than the female body, biologically speaking – I, th- I think that's that's where it becomes wrong. I think that becomes an unfair advantage, not to the transgenders, but to the biological females. So how do you achieve equality in that situa- situation? Because that's what they're looking for, equality in sports. Really, equality throughout the entire world. Politics, equal pay. We're going to get into that with the NCAA, uh, not the NCAA, I'm sorry, the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team, how they want equal pay as the men's team. It's just it's not going to happen. We're going to do why later. Uh but getting back to the wrestler, the, uh, one of the transgenders that uh, had wrestled and won his match, the girl he beat basically had said that this guy was stronger than any girl ever. That was a different the wrestling than you brought it before. Correct. This one happened in Texas. Correct. It was, and it was they separate. Made, and it's, it was all because of a technicality in the Texas rules that you have to you have to wrestle by what it is on your birth certificate. And she, Correct. They had already trans her. Why, why I bring it up, though, is because she had said she had never felt something so, so strong before, and she didn't really think it was fair that she had to go against this guy. Well, she's counting from the first girl who said, I'm a wrestler, not a girl wrestler. Because this girl said, hey, I'm a girl. I'm not a guy. I had to go against a guy. So they're both going against. They're saying the exact opposite because one wanted to wrestle a boy, but the other one had to wrestle a transgender who is a boy, and she didn't want no. Well, as far as that Texas one goes, the transgender who became a female, uh, he, she wanted to wrestle boys. She actually said, I, because of my body, I want to wrestle boys. They wouldn't let her. They, they, because of what's on her birth certificate, she had to wrestle against girls. And she would be in that, if that case was to go through, she'd be a girl wrestling boys, right? Even though she's a boy, she'd be labeled as a boy, a girl in the boys league. And that's not what the case is. And that's why they wouldn't let it happen. Cause here you got now what is labeled as a girl really competing and beating these boys. And it's. You follow me? It's not a girl. It's, it's a boy. <laughs> it's going to be so so confusing. Well, that, it's kind of confusing now. <laughs> but again, the, the confusing part is you got two females saying the exact opposite when one who wants to wrestle a boy and she feels insulted that he looks at her as a girl wrestler when this transgender really put it to the other girl and she wanted nothing to do with males. I'm a girl wrestler. And they're saying the exact opposite. And, and basically what they're saying is, uh, it's not uh, what you are. It's not a fair or equal level of competition. You mind if I chime in real quick? Please. Uh, Ryan, please just, go ahead. I just wanted to say, because there's this weird thing that they're doing with all that stuff where they have, you know, actually people transitioning into the other sex. And then there's like identifying. And that's the thing that kind of like I don't really get too much because – it seems like if, especially you're competing in a sport or something, if you just identify as the opposite, you know, if it's a boy to a girl, girl, boy, whatever, unless you're like fully transitioning, like chemically, you know, with hormones and all this stuff, it's like, 
there might be a better argument there. But if you're just like, no, I, I feel like a girl or I feel like a boy and I want to do this sport, you know, it's it's just really weird in that. You no, you're absolutely right. What if Tiger Woods put a put a wig on? Or and not then, even that, just saying I feel like a girl today. Yeah, okay, you're <laughs> right. And then went down to play in the LPGA and had to um, drive from the, the shorter, you know. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, would that be cheating, you know? It, I, well, see, of, I still think because of bone structure, because of biological starting point that the transgenders have, in a way it's not fair. I don't want to call it cheating, but I don't think it's fair. However, you do bring up a good point, but as far as Texas goes, they only allow you to compete as a transgender if you are going through transgender therapy, if you are taking a, a low dose of, uh, of testosterone. Yeah. But that is still steroids. I mean, you're yeah, still, then, yeah, I that is so. still not fair. It's not equal yeah. because the, the girls that they're going against aren't taking those steroids. They can't have those steroids. Yeah. Even if it is a low dose, it's still some steroids. But there was a movie made a while ago about just what you're talking about where a black athlete couldn't make it in the pros and he went into the women's league and just – he dressed as a lady. He got off. You know, oh, yeah. When it I looked, that I don't know. It was a comedy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I forget the film or the actual title. But uh, he just – he was a star of the league and he was the MVP of the league but he wasn't a girl. He was – he made it look like to everybody, the commissioner, the fans, that he was a lady mm -hmm. and he dominated. He was the star. Yeah. So, yes, you're correct. It's cheating. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he couldn't compete. And that's the whole point. He even said that. I can't, I can't do it here. I can't make it in the NBA. Mm -hmm. And then he got this idea where, hey, I could go against a girl. Someone had said he had cheekbones and it yeah. gave him the idea. <laughs> and yeah. he went and took it and he got busted at the end, broke a lot of hearts and stuff. But I just thought about that when you were asking that question because that's, that's kind of what it's like. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Now, getting back to what you were saying about the uh, female uh, uh, football player, the safety. She's at the, what was the college she was accepted to? Southern Georgia or Georgia Southern? Uh, I think it was in Missouri, but uh, okay. Well, not could be five. Oh, hold on, I got it right here. A Missouri University signed a female defensive back to play college football, making her the first female non-kicker to sign a letter of intent for the sport. According now, to ESPN. That's one of your situations where it's going the other way, where she's coming yes. in. Okay, she's going from the lower to the higher. It's when you go from the higher, the males the men's, to the lower, there's where I see it as, I won't call it cheating, but I see it as unfair. I'm interested unfair to see how she would fare, but at 5-3-138, the NFL combine just concluded today over the weekend. Receiver, 6-4-240, ran a 4-3-3. Uh, I can't see her guarding him. And it, look, it'd be entertainment. There's the problem, it becomes entertainment. Because now we're going to want to be seeing if these girls want to volunteer, hey, I can play. They're going to get just lit up and destroyed, and it's going to come to where they want to. People want to actually see that, like in the days of the Roman, it was death. That could happen, or the men could end up holding back, not wanting it because because they know it's a female. They're not going to hit as hard. They're going to hold back a little bit. I'm not saying all of them will, but it's a very good possibility. You'll get that one. And they could get hurt doing that. I hate to use a you're name. Just, you'll just take one guy. Probably. You'll get that one guy that's just going to want to light her up. You know, and then especially when they're playing, if she goes to pick it off, and you know how they can be vulnerable, and he sees that, and she's, I mean, it, it, it's not going to be pretty. Um, I just don't think like, she can handle it, but I just, I kind of feeling that would not be a good, that'd be a locomotive going against a little Volkswagen. It's not going to turn out this in, in a good result. What's the like lightest weight? I guess just in maybe NFL or something like that. Like, I don't know if you guys. It's not one thirty eight. That. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, like, because these are grown ass men, and so it's like. 
It probably won. I, I don't know. You know, they're but, not even the ones. I mean, one ninety. Yeah. I think one ninety, one eighty. You're considered light, and you're not going to make it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Tyler Murray, the number one, the best quarterback. The whole point before the combines, it was his. He didn't participate. His whole thing was height and weight. Uh, he, the people thought he was five nine. He was five ten and one eighth, and he was uh, over two hundred pounds. His now he's the projected number one pick. Okay, now. You're getting into where she's 138. Yeah, that's like you can't. That's you know you can't even eat that much to get even higher and all that. Even if like, she's quick, yeah. I can't see her be, even. Yeah, you're gonna I, get hit. Once a defensive I, back, you're also too short. All you gotta do is throw over top of her, unless she can really have a, a high vertical leap. True, but yeah. now Earl Campbell's not playing. But you have some players that are like that, and he. he Earl Campbell, he ran after defensive backs. The ones that didn't want to tackle him, he ran after and run them over. He had that mentality, and I think that mentality would still be there to where they would look for her to just to truck her. Well, it's so, not just in football, though. It, look, at there's a they got divisions in both basketball and hockey. I, I don't think a woman, maybe in goalie, but I don't think a woman— Look, you think a woman could take on Ryan Reeves of the Golden uh, Knights in hockey? My question would be, why are there, if that was the case, why are there even separation? Why aren't just all the girls and guys show up and would try out and it's equal level competition? Why is it uh, because separated to girls, girls basketball, men's basketball? For the most soccer. part, for the most part, the men would outcompete them. And you'd have your anomaly, your exception to the rule, absolutely. But for the most part, you'd still have all the men in one league. That's why it went, won't work. But it's coming to that because you have these girls that basically I can play. I want to be treated equal. And, and I will get into a little bit about the USA women's soccer team. They had won three or four World Cups. The men haven't won in decades. And they they want the same pay as the men, pay equality. It shouldn't matter about the, champ, about the money coming in for the revenue of the, of the, the actual television. And they were watched more. But they didn't get the big time Super Bowl advertising like the men bring in, so they want equal pay. Well, the problem I have with equal pay on any level, not just in sports, but even in the regular world, is it's a Marxist notion. It's arbitrary. You think that you're smart enough that you can decide what the the proper rate is, what the what the even even men don't have equal pay with other men in a free market, and that's what I'm talking, I'm talking about choice. And if you want choice, you cannot have equal pay. It just doesn't exist. I started off by saying there's no such thing as equality. Egalitarian egalitarianism is a false notion in this context because you cannot be equal. I can be a better writer than you. You can be a better singer than me. You, there is no such thing as equality in that context just before the law. So the women's soccer players will never get the equal pay that they're seeking as the men. No, they, I wouldn't say never. They could. But just like when you build your brand up and that causes uh, – it's like Google against Yahoo search. Google's brand is so great and Yahoo's is little comparatively. If Yahoo were to build those up, they would eventually get the equal search. So when they get the TV revenue that, that the would, men have. That would come when they built their brand up. But for the most part, even if they are winning, it's also a false notion that – Winning championships is what causes higher pay. If that was the case, then every single person on the New England Patriots would have skyrocket salaries because they've won the most lately. Lately. Okay. So it, it's championships does not guarantee pay and it doesn't guarantee viewership. So the flaw what guarantees is, is interest, the free market interest. So the flaw in their argument is it's not guaranteed pay just because they've won more championships than the men have in how many, whatever time period they're using. Well, I think the flaw is they're, they're using Marxist notions. 
which is it's pragmatic in one they they can it doesn't matter about equality because is it you're talking about fairness is it fair to bring the men down to make it equal to the women is that fair to the men i mean that's what you're talking about that's the only way you're going to make it equal. You got to bring them down. Otherwise, you'll bankrupt the league. Well, that's bringing down the with the TV for the revenue. What, what, who's going to watch it? Not just viewership, but basically, I'll pay three million for a minute for the men's versus when the women's play. They don't charge that much, so the pay's not going to be there. But that's based on the free market. It's based on choice. I agree about. about viewers on their own choosing to view one over the other it's not about who wins a championship it never was it, they're they're running from a false premise to say that just because they win they deserve more money it's a false premise i would agree um but getting back to uh where we can uh, show some uh, examples where the girls can compete uh back in 2012 uh her name is sam gordon you remember her do you know who she is Female high school football player. Well, she didn't play high school. I'm looking. I got it here on the internet. In, uh, in the nine-year-old Pee Wee League. Nine-year-old. Okay. Nine years old. She had 35 touchdowns on 232 carries with a total of 1,911 rushing yards. And this is mainly at all-male teams. And I've seen the videos of her back in 2012. And, yeah, she was like a little Barry Sanders. They couldn't catch her. They couldn't stop her. She also led a team in tackles. But as she grew up in 2015, she made her own women's league so she could keep competing because at that point she could not compete in high school football. And she realized it, that she wasn't going to compete with the boys at that level, even though when she was nine, she led the league. But if so, they were but equal, that's a good wouldn't example. She, wouldn't she be able to compete if they were truly equal? I mean, she realized what, it. What I guess she her, said, "What caused her to stop? Size difference. She said physiological she, differences she realized between that, the two. That when she, when she grew up, that it wasn't going to. She couldn't do what she was doing at nine. She wasn't doing going to do in high school. But there's an example of what you were saying, where it's okay for the girls to go into the boys' league because she could compete. She was a success. I mean, I went around my team at that time. At, she at was that time, physically yeah. able to. She could do it. She was closer to and being there's able. a video that went viral of her just tearing up, and she the the boys. Yeah, they were nine years old. They couldn't tackle her. I mean, she was competing at a higher level than those boys. So she gave a good example of how there are situations where the girls can compete. Oh, there are. I'm not denying. I'm not saying that a girl cannot be with, compete with, with men or girls cannot compete with boys. Absolutely they can. And But it's rare. It's an exception to the rule. But that doesn't mean they can't. We used to play uh, adult hockey. I remember facing off against a, a, a girl, a woman. And it actually, it took me off my game because instead of getting fierce, I'm looking up and seeing mascara. And it totally took me off my game. But they can do it. Yes. There's no problem with it. But we also had a, a female goalie on our team who the other team, when they seen it, they got all excited. They thought it was going to be it's a good night. Her play. And then they realized that this girl's not that bad and she could hang. I mean, she wanted some games. Absolutely. And you can take it into martial league. arts. When I used to do Choi Kwon Do, first time I went up against a woman, my mind was it's psychological. It's a girl. I should be able to take this until she took her foot and put it right over my head. And then I realized, oh, I'm in trouble. Women are absolutely able to compete with men, but it's a rarity. For the most part, men are physically superior in sports, in athletics. So the problem basically is maybe problem is a bad word. It's when the guys who want to change their gender and compete in the girls' league. So they're actually taking a step down to where the girls are going to step up in their competition. Yeah, I don't see that as a problem. I, the, the, when the girls go up to the guys, in fact, I, I think it's great. But when you transgender, and you have the right to do that, I'm not going to stop anyone from do, doing that if they feel comfortable doing that, but I don't think you should be able to compete going downward, going from male to female. 
Well, do you have a solution to, to what, what? Oh, no. I mean, you have a good example of, with the MMA. Oh, well, Fallon Fox, here's where Ryan can step in. I mean, do you, do you think it's fair for a trans, transgender to be able to fight against other women? No. I mean, I would, my opinion would be no, but it's, yeah, it's a tough, tricky situation because, you know, there's a lot of people that think otherwise, so. Do they, do they even in the WWE? Does it just women in the WWE? I know that's not technically the same no, sport. I haven't but, watched it a long time. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of women in there, and uh, yeah, but do they go male, male, female? It's more for I would again. I'm no expert on this, but I think it'd be more for entertainment value. And again, they know what's going to happen. So even if it is like a big guy <sighs> against a woman, I mean. They're gonna know how it's gonna be all played out. In no, some you're right. Way. It's choreographed. Yeah. Uh, that's. I'm just wondering if it happens. That, I'm not I'm sure it does, but it's definitely more entertainment value than. And is Fallon Fox the only instance you can think of in MMA where a transgender? Because I, I'm I, not. I think so. That's the only one I know of. So yeah, but he 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 kind of she hurt some girls. Well, according to Ryan, that happens even with male to male, correct? Or f- yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's a sport where you're supposed to hurt people. So no, I agree, but um, but you're not, as a male, I don't think you're supposed to hurt a female. Not in that context. What did he do to yeah. his first opponent in the was it the first round? It was in the, it was one of his last opponents oh, actually that I'm he, sorry, he okay. broke her orbital bone. Broke her orbital bone. Now you see, now that's just. It, it's a whole different meaning now when they go in there because he can do that. He's stronger than she is. Would, would you agree? Oh, absolutely. So that kind of thing, that, that's my point, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't know the names, but Adam Silva against uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, if they break the orbital bowl, it's an achievement. Yeah. But there, I, that, that's just a rareness. What is it called? A lucky punch sometimes? Or a, I forget what yeah, the term I mean, is. But that, that that's a different context. And this guy going in and come on. He I don't just think a, it was so lucky because of the physical advantage. He, that's my point. She had yes. the transgender and over the biological yeah, female. Yeah, it wasn't lucky because he had a, a force that she doesn't have. It was unfair. Yeah. Unfair to the biological female. And that's like the thing since you're dealing with weight classes, um, you know, it would just get kind of tricky with it. And again, like the, you know, the different kind of, you know, muscle like a male and a female would have, you know, there is a difference with that. And uh, yeah, it's just – it's very weird. And it's strange when it comes to a sport like, you know, when you have to hurt someone. Because, yeah, NFL and hockey, there are – you know, you're out you're out there to be physical, but you're not out there to take people's heads off per se, you know. Correct. Absolutely. But the, but the MMA, you, you pretty much are. Yeah, I mean and, that and, is the And goal, going so. into that against a male, going yeah. in against a girl, you, they, they do not do that in the MMA as far as – a male fighting a you know a male being a male fighting a girl. No, not 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 that I know of, and not in like you know UFCs or you know like Bellators and stuff like that, like actual leagues and stuff. But you know you, you got you obviously have to go with these people in like training though. So I wonder how that is because you know like even with like Ronda Rousey and uh, uh, just any other person has sparred with you know males and stuff. So correct. I wonder what well, that's a good question. You know, stories happen with there because that's just no rules. You know, obviously, I hope everyone would be nice, but you don't know. You know, some no, I agree. Could test a girl. You know, well, that's just it. It takes a little bit too far. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I'm I could sure see that the sparring. That's a good question. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't think that uh, as a promoting for, for the UFC fights, I have never seen a girl going against a guy no. where it was just girl versus guy. It's always been. Weight class yeah. and gender versus gender, yeah. boy versus boy, girl versus girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, um, but as far as Fallon Fox, I mean, are there any other opinions out there? 
about what he's done. And is, is he retired or is he still going? Oh, he. I think because he lost uh, to Ashley Evan Smith, that kind of ruined it for him. I don't even think he was a lesser. He wasn't ever on the title card. I don't no, think so. I, I don't See, think I, I don't think he ever advanced that far. And I think that happened because he lost. But was his motive? He actually wanted to become a woman, or was it because he wanted to compete, knowing full well, going back to my basketball movie, which I could, which I can remember that title. He knew he wasn't going to succeed with the guy, so he goes and has this transgender thing happen just to compete against the girls. Well, according to what I read, he actually f- felt it when he was younger, but he was in a he was in a strong okay. Christian home. He felt that he would, and I think he even said that he would be thrown into the lake of fire, according to his parents, if he if he came out. And he and so he tried. He even was in the navy. And then when he came out of the Navy, he transitioned over and then went into MMA. So he already transitioned before he went into MMA. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I don't, That's interesting. I really like to give him the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. He sit there and twist his mustache and say, I would no, say, I'm, I'm going to become a— That's a bold he, move. Yeah, you know? Yes, yes <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he did not do that. It just happened. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. But I think he should, he should, he should have disqualified himself. If you're, gonna, if you're going to transition over, then your, your career should be over how, too. But how do you— tra- In that. Yeah, but if you transition over, and, and what, what is the levels that you are now, the same f- physiology or estrogen level, whatever it may be, that you are now a woman, and now you can compete with them because you're on their same level. Is that possible? Well, my only solution is this. Maybe I'm bringing this up too early, but it's they have to compete against other transgenders. Other so-called so it's just a transgender division. You would yes, you would have that. That to me would be the only way you could have it fair. It couldn't be equal because even then they would still be some would be better than the others. But at least then it'd be fair because they're coming up the same bone structure, the same biolo- biological starting point, and then they can compete. And their treatment's the same too. Absolutely. I, even in, in terms of the high school sports of sprinting of, of track, I think it's the same thing. They're going to have to. Right now, I think I read it's like 0.6% of the population is transgendered. So there may not be enough demand yet, but eventually they're going to have to make their own separate division just for transgendered. It's the only way I can come up with a way to make it it fair. You're correct, as it grows. See, if you would have done that, though, he would have been the champion. We've been the only one. No one would have been in there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Good point. Yeah, he'd be fighting himself because he's the only one in the division. (laughs) No one fights me, you know. (laughs) That brings up a bunch. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's a good marketing thing for him, undefeated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so is it possible? Can we – is it possible to have this equality in sports? And look, when I went through and you played sports your whole life and we were coached, we were always told this goes into life. You learn your lessons in sports and it transfers to life. So can you achieve equality in life? My problem is – it's philosophical. It's a, it's epistemological you cannot have concepts that are fluid. They don't exist. Something, according to Aristotle's law of identity, it is what it is, and it, it cannot be both one thing and another at the same time. That, it, that's the law of identity, the law of, of excluded middle. And that's not what transgender is. It's both. It's, it's fluid. They even say it. They, they even say that the gender is a fluid. That is epistemologically flawed. And that is the problem I see. We, they need to tie down what they are. And even if, even if you, they, you're going to say they're transgendered, the way I tied it down was they compete with other transgenders. I'm thinking about a rule in college. I'm not sure if Division One. It has nothing to do with transgenders, but it has something to do with the volleyball. Not volleyball. If there's a men's team, you got to have a women's team. That's Title IX. That if, wh- is that bringing the give, equality? Is, is it that- was trying to. 
Well, since you're going to bring that up, I don't think they're honest on that they want equality because I did my own research on volleyball and NCAA volleyball women's division one. There are 337 teams, different schools with division one volleyball, women's volleyball, women's volleyball, men's volleyball. The total is 47 in division one and division two in division one. They have just 22 teams. So 22 versus 337. Where's the equality in that? And have you heard any of those that are complaining about equality bring that up? So if you reverse it, if the men had the 337 and the women had the 25. Well, then Title IX would be enacted and be, well, we got to make this all equal. But because it's the other way around and there's an unbalanced in that way, it's fine and dandy. You can be unbalanced when it goes against men and pro-woman, but if you go... Here we go into life now, because this happens pretty much every day where I work at, where there's some heavy lifting involved, box, what what shipment comes in, and the women, no, that's a guy's job. That's a man's job. I shouldn't have to lift. Yet they want equality. I mean, you want to go into life. So they, if the, should they be required to lift that box if they want equality? See, is it that something with the Title IX where we got to give the if we got fifty men's teams, we got to have fifty women's team? Well, that's different though. If we have a hundred women's team and only two men's team, I want the door hold open for me at times. <laughs> <laughs> Here, where I see a huge problem is it where I don't want equality, and they, a judge just ruled that uh, the Selective Service uh, registering uh, for. For the armed services at 18, if it's, if since so many women are now in the armed services, now women should have to start to register too. For the I draft? Think, yes, for the draft. Yeah, I got a problem. I have with a that. huge problem with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of my girl. I, I know my girl is more feminine than masculine. She would not be able to make it. And, and I, there's no way I want that. My daughter would never be able to make it. I have two girls also, but they're a little bit more older than yours. It's still the same point. I would not want them to go into war, nor would I want them to be captured by the enemy at any single time. See, that's getting into a whole different thing when it comes to war now. Well, you're talking about and, equality. I mean, it's, if we're, if we're going to go full equality, well, then if you're going to draft males, you have to draft females. I mean, that, that's my point of the, the separation between the women and the men in volleyball. It only goes one way. It doesn't go both ways. So it's not equal. I What I started this from, so you can't be equal. It's an impossibility. The only way is equality before the law. When you go in front of a judge, everyone should be equal, treated equally about what I mean by that. If the law, if they broke the law, they should be punished according to the law just because of the breaking the law, not because they're a man, not because they're female, not because of their race, not because of their gender or any of that. So it's, when they talk about uh, equal pay, it should not be judged on just the, the, your gender as your pay. It's your achievement. There's so much wrong with the equal pay argument. It is so arrogant to think that any person, whether it's a bureaucrat or just some Joe sitting, uh, a six-pack Joe on the couch, thinking that they can determine the right price, the right right pay, because that's determined by the free market. And I mean totally free market, not crony capitalism. Which we don't have. We don't it's, have it ideally. We've never had it. We've never had it. We should have it because if we were truly free market, truly pure laissez-faire capitalists, then we, would, we wouldn't be having this argument because the free market would determine it. 
But what the problem is, the socialists put a little, little the anti-free market put a little bit of correction in it, and that is flawed. So we got to correct that. The government's got to step in, and that gets flawed. So we got to correct that. And next thing you know, the controls take over more than the free market. That's the problem. We need a totally free market, laissez-faire, hands off. So no matter what, at the end of the day, you're not going to achieve the equality that the others want. You can't in a free society. How can you have equality? If you're free, I think we're going back to sports. How can you achieve equality in the sport? It's the same question. It's it goes well beyond sports. I mean, like we we talk about politics and culture. You can't have free. I mean, you can't have freedom and equality. Not as far as as, as ability goes. As far as pay goes. I mean, Someone may have a better house than you. Someone may have a better car than you. There's no – you cannot have that kind of equality only before the law. No I, no, I completely agree. If there was a woman out there who could hit 80 home runs in one year, she'd be playing in the Major League Baseball Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. And she would be paid appropriately like uh, Bryce Harper, I think his name is, who just signed that $333 million deal because he could hit home runs. It's If the girls could do it, they would pay them. Well, they've even complained about European soccer, that they are the richest teams, but yet there are no female soccer teams that are their equivalent. Well, it's just like the WNBA in our country. They're, they exist, but they're not equal, not even close, not in viewership, not in talent. They just aren't equal. One day, I guess, maybe if you, ha- if you had enough of those anomalies, those, those exceptions to the rules, maybe one team could be equal, get close to being equal. But I, it's not possible. There's also a good example in the 40s when, we, when the women had their chance to, for the ba- Women's Baseball League. And the men couldn't – they couldn't compete because they were off in the war. They had it all to themselves, and they struggled. And when the men came back from the war, it wasn't even close. What did they do? They disbanded the girls' league. Well, Again, they couldn't make the money. It was all about money. They only, did, they only had that girls' league was to make so they keep the money coming in. Part of that, I think, was also politics because FDR. You got involved, absolutely. Because he won, he knew the popularity, the, pastime. the popularity of baseball at that time, and they needed something to distract themselves, entertainment, from yeah, from what was going on in the real world. So FDR stepped in and said, "No, we're going to have we're going to have men's baseball and not women's baseball." But even left alone, they I compete. don't think they wouldn't have be able to compete. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They couldn't. Now, if a girl could throw ninety miles an hour, which they didn't in that league. She'd be just like I'll bring off the hitter. She'd be pitching right now. Even if one could, it, she'd it, be pitching theoretically, right now. Yeah, they, I don't see why a woman a woman could not pitch for the New York Yankees if, if they had the ability, the talent. I don't see that problem. Once again, that's going from women up to men. Correct. Not the other way down. Correct. But so, at the end of the day, you're not going to achieve equality in sports, in life, in politics. It's just not going to happen. Not in a free society. You have your choice, either freedom or control. Correct. If and they want to control it, and then what happens is the equality is going to be everyone's equally poor. Well, I, it's not going to be everyone's equally rich, the utopia that they dream about. No, we're going to have everyone equally poor. In fact, Al Sharpen said he was talking about what Martin Luther King was talking about, and what he was talking about was we're going to have equality in every single house, which means everyone has the same car, everyone has the same two bedrooms, everyone has the same couch. That is not a free society. Sounds it's like the a antithesis of a like free society. Stalin going back to the days of we know what's better for you, and when well, no, when no one when when everyone's special, nobody is that that how it's said. It's pretty much poor, just disaster. Food strikes just all across the board for everyone. Well, I would disagree with Stalin on a lot of things, and you're right. That is him. 
But one thing he was right, and one and what it compares to what's going on today is those that are clamoring for equal pay, like the women's soccer. Stalin called them useful idiots, and that's what they are because they don't understand philosophically what they're talking about. They're talking about control. And eventually, the government is going to t- control them and tell them that what they have to do, and they're not going to like. And it they will not get what they what they thought their m- movement or what they were speaking up for will never come, which is equal pay. I don't think so. Well, thanks for listening again. I like to tell you how to get in touch with us once again. Uh, our email is granddesignspodcast at yahoo dot com. The website is granddesignspodcast dot com. You can also check out my blog on Vocal Media, Vocal dot Media, and click on the Unbalanced section, and you'll see my blog. And in that, you can link to go back to our website and listen to the podcast, and also read the transcripts for the each podcast. You can also uh, get in touch with us on Instagram at Grand Designs Podcast, and finally, Twitter is Grand Designs Pod. The Grand Designs Podcast. Who are you listening to?